And this episode is sponsored by Dank Seeds, the architects of distinct cannabis strains. Crossbreeds that harness effects that bestow elevated experiences upon those who consume them. Cash Color Cannabis will be collaborating with Dank Seeds over the next four months on an exclusive short vlog series. Stay tuned for more details. In the meantime, head to DankSeeds.com to see what they offer. Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation on LiveHipHopDaily.tv. I got my girl Cass Odom in the building. Hey, Cass. Hey, what's going on, Becca? Nothing much, man. You know, chilling. Hey. Trying to stay, trying to stay out of trouble. You know, or you know how it go. And you can actually help some people get out of trouble this week because it's National Expungement Week. It is National Expungement Week, yeah. and I am part of a wonderful project. Yes. Um, it was put together. National Expungement Week um, was birthed by Adam Vine and you know Tori Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cage Free Cannabis and Tori Marshall Tori. of Bay, uh had a vision that they wanted to start expungement projects and help out people who were uh, dealing with records, uh, low-level misdemeanors, and charges that they never actually were convicted of and that they actually had on their record. People who were dealing with housing restrictions, job restrictions, yep. restrictions, voting right restrictions. Um, they did not have access to some educational benefits. So these ed- um, individuals are seeking expungement, and that's restriction or sealing of their records um, from actual um, being revealed to employers yeah. and um, certain individuals who are doing background checks. So this is a service that we're able to, to provide to the community. Information, clinics, looking over their records with county solicitors, DAs, judges, and looking at their, having them bring their paperwork, sitting down with them and assessing whether or not their charges are um, actually um, capable of being expunged or restricted. Okay, okay. So National is kicking off this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, what's the what, what's the reception been like? Do you feel like they've been Man. having people come through? I know you said you get hit with a, a bombardment of questions mm-hmm. when you first open the door. It's been an amazing <laughs> week. Um, we kicked off actually a little early, and uh, we had a project Friday and Saturday of this week in Athens. And our state president, Nicole Buffong, is right here. And we took a trip down uh, with County Commissioner, uh, Clark County Commissioner Ovita Thornton, <laughs> a fiery little woman. Oh. What? Her name is Ovita. What? You know what I'm saying? What? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, so what that happened was uh, Ovita and Vanzella. Uh, oh, yeah. Sit- okay. Yeah. <laughs> Story's over, yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't even have to tell you uh-uh, what this looks uh-uh. like, okay? Oh, oh, so they like, got you can involved. Picture it and that's what it looks like. They're beautiful sisters. So we get down there and we're super excited. I talked to them on the phone and they get stalled with their effort to put on an expungement clinic. And then all of a sudden, the DA, the county solicitor, they get this influx of money to put on expungement mm. projects because all these kids now are facing charges for. Prescription drugs. Oh, oh yeah, you know, you know things like that. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's a college town. Yeah, you know, University of Georgia, Athens. Yeah, yeah. You, you got some so, high prominent kids. Exactly. Getting, so getting all of a sudden, up. yeah, we really want to do this expungement project. Well, when they started the project, uh, they only got fifteen people to apply for expungement in the whole county. That was with months of soliciting the public. After calling Novita in one week, they had 60 people had to close it down, and they have a waiting list in small Clark County. 
So that tells you that our community is very much in need yes, of yeah. this service. Yeah. And um, it's being offered in several states throughout the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I did have to, you know, oh, folks, we got to put on our put on our glasses because oh. we don't memorize this. It was offered in Athens, Atlanta, Baltimore, Boston, Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New Haven, Connecticut, Philadelphia, Prince George's County, San Francisco, Washington, D.C. Yeah, yeah, man. So applaud. Can we applaud that real quick? Like those are those are major, major, major goals, especially in a place like Athens. Like you say, to go yeah. from 15 people to the number that you that, in that yeah in a week shows how much we actually need this in our community mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people being burdened down by minor charges or things that, like you say, will stick to your record to the point where you can't get an apartment on your own name, mm-hmm. you can't get a job, or things that you actually need in order to make mm-hmm. sure you don't fall into this prison pipeline mm-hmm. that they already have created, um, that, that's already coming up. So and what was also, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, you can speak. I thought it was beautiful to see the wraparound services that are needed. People don't understand that they can vote. Yes, 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 yes. People don't understand, well, how do I reinstate simple things like my driver's license? They don't know how to use smartphones. They don't know how to reindoctrinate themselves to mm-hmm. simple things. And we really heard some folks who had recently been released really express their, you know, their need. You know, I know I've been a part of this project. I need, you know, and... and I think there were some actual answers there. There was actual dialogue there that I think that was very important that came out of the project as well. And that, that was an extra surprise there. Good. Why, why was something like this important to you? Like, is there anybody personal that you know, that you, you know going through these things? Or it was just something that just touched your heart personally? Um, I'm not unlike, I think, um, most um, African Americans in this country. I have people in my family who yeah. have done time and are doing time. And... Um, it's very difficult to see that struggle as they're going through it and to know and see them try and reinsert themselves and to see, and you see me welling up a little bit. It's hard. Yeah. So, yeah, it's personal. Yeah, it's all good, man. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. personal because we do all have somebody in our family, most likely, you know, not, not just going to pigeonhole everybody, but most likely you have somebody in your family who is going through these situations, yep. and, and it is hard to get out. You got cash bail systems holding you down. Man. Look, and I was going to speak to you about that. Like, speaking about, you know, the importance and of... Sharon says your zip code should not determine your mm, criminality. Mm. Speaking about expungement, <laughs> you know, it trickles down into other issues, like cash bail mm-hmm. and, and prison reform, which brings us into midterms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So how do you feel like something like this could affect a, a midterm? Well, it really, I mean, most of these people can't vote now, but how do you feel mm-hmm. like this could affect something like that overall, like, when you start, when we start mm. looking into for elections going down the road, um, going down the road, yeah. I know in 2020, what I'm looking forward to is getting these folks expunged, getting their records expunged, yeah. getting them back on the voting road, yeah, and them being conscious of what this world looks like. And thank you very much <laughs> with the um, with the um, reality of a possible another four years with this um, Agent Orange. Sitting mm-hmm. in that um, that make group. me want to yeah. cry. Yeah, man, I'm Yo, I'm tearing up hurt, again, man. Hurt, that's kind of man. <laughs> I mean, that's doing it for me. Hurt. But it just you know, I think seeing you know we're feeling what our people are going through on the inside. I wonder what they're thinking about what we're going through out here because they're watching this on the news. Yeah, you know, and it's crazy out here. Yeah, 
It's crazy. And if we don't understand what's going on and what's going on with the incarceration rate and what's going we were having a discussion about we have expungement going on. We want to decriminalize marijuana. Mm-hmm. We want to do all these things that are going what? Have less black people in the prison population. Yes. It all comes back to the same, basically the same. It all goes down the same road. And these yeah. folks are going to tell y'all, wait one cotton pick and mint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the and re- I'm just saying, there's going to be an economic revolt because we have not known what that freedom looks like yeah. to have that many free black people out here. And understanding what that freedom means. And I think we need to be prepared for what that can actually do for us and to actually feel empowered about that and to actually take that vote right. I want to commend Latasha Brown, who is my heart, my girl, Black Voters Matter. Um, She's doing an incredible job out there. I think we've seen what she's been doing. And um, M4MM, Minorities for Medical Marijuana. Definitely, definitely. We're joining them um, at the end of their Get Out the Vote campaign. And um, we're going to be sharing information on our website on how to phone bank with them as well. Okay. So I know you don't do the podcast. No, no, no. But, you know, I will phone bank for a good cause. And that says a lot because I don't like phone banking. Yeah, that's just for Black Voters Matter. (laughs) Yeah. So that's not for a candidate. No. Now, you know, again, I don't don't co-sign no candidates. No more. I don't do that no more. But one person, but I, I think those folks gonna get out of jail and want to vote. Yeah, they are gonna want to vote, and I, I, I want to hopefully when they get out of vote, they have a chance to see some some solid candidates. Mm-hmm. Right now, I feel like we do have a solid candidate in Stacey Abrams. Um, I know that Brian. I'm so Ke- glad to hear you say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. No, look, look, look. It, that wasn't even a conversation because I can tell. You know, when I used to work for New, I worked for New Georgia in the past, and I worked for Work for Progress. I've done voter registration, mm-hmm. and when I was working for Work for Progress, I was there when he lost those first forty thousand. Vote. I walked in his office and saw votes just they piled just... up, and I'm like, "So this is how much regard you have?" You know what I mean? Like I'm down here on these streets trying to convince these kids why voting matters. I got them to put their names here, and I walk upstairs. You just got them strewn in a room, mm-hmm. and that's real conversation. Like if I could walk somebody into that whole era before this broke to the news, yeah. I'm seeing it in real time. There's a little friendly black lady coming yeah. there, give you a receipt, hand you some more voter registration forms, and, and I'm looking behind me like, well, "Where are you putting all this?" You know what I'm saying? Like, like, is this is this for real? Like, where, how are y'all doing are these this? Getting entered, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, but yeah, he's not a solid candidate. Long story short, he's not a solid candidate ever to me. But Stacey is. I think she has some solid. Um, she says, "What's some, up with that five hundred thousand dollar loan, though?" Well, look, look, look. I ain't gonna debt <laughs> shame nobody. <laughs> but, but what I will say is this: you can't. You losing forty thousand votes is a lot, of, and you didn't yeah. do that by no accident. And to do it two times means it really wasn't no accident. Yeah. And to even be be overheard saying what you're saying you know what i'm saying like like none of this is an accident exactly. that all this should be even more reason why people get out and actually make a conscious decision to vote and i, I am saying that stacy's a solid candidate um i know that you're a supporter of stacy mm-hmm. how does stacy feel about this you know i know that she is again a proponent of decriminalization and things like that but how does she feel about expungement and and let's see how we could get rid of this whole prison complex system mm-hmm. out here um, you know, I was so happy. I don't know if you guys saw her just the other night on stage. Stacy said, if you want to decriminalize cannabis in the state of Georgia, vote for me. <laughs> and she said it on stage. Yes. And I was like, yes, thank you. Say it again, please. I ain't going to lie. Because that might have swung the white kinda, <laughs> Yeah, people have kind of been like, is she on the fence about yeah. it? Is she not on the fence? Yeah. And um, 
I had the privilege of being chosen for, she had a program called the Blue Institute, so thousands of people applied. It was before the 2016 um, election. Long story short, they chose activists from different um, arenas, and I was a cannabis activist. And for a week, they put us up at Georgia Tech, and we were trained to work for the 2016 elections. I ended up working for Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. A lot of us ended up working for Hillary or Bernie. And um, we were trained by... Actually, you know, Stacey Abrams herself, Ben Jealous, everybody came in and we were like, y'all are really training us? This We had blew our minds. Yeah. And um, at that time, I was actually, I had one-on-one time to pull Stacey aside and talk to her about her position on cannabis. And she said, I want you to promise me that you'll come to me when I run for governor and talk to me about this. And when I came to her to talk to her about it, she ran it down. She ran it down. She said, I'm for in-state cultivation. I'm for okay. personal cultivation for okay. medical. Okay. I'm for small businesses and okay. women and minorities. My brother has been an addict and done two bids in state prison. Mm. He suffered from mental illness and self-medicated. He got out, had no access to medication, started uh, robbing people again, went back to jail. I understand the prison system. I want to. I want to make sure that people are treated not just because of their color. When it comes to dealing with drug abuse, when it comes to opioids, when it comes to crack, mm-hmm. it should be the same treatment. Yeah. You know, it's there should be no difference in how that's treated because of skin color, and that's what we've seen in America: the crack epidemic and the opioid epidemic. We've seen an entire different approach. And we've seen an entire different approach in Georgia when it comes to the socialization, how we want to talk about cannabis and how we're going to look at this coming from a black candidate. I think she's been a little afraid, maybe. Yeah, prob- most likely. Again, you're, you're running, you're the female, mm-hmm. black, running in Georgia for governor. You really got to kind of watch your exactly. stats. And I fully what understand. How, yeah, I understand how the game get played. How are you going to blow up your own spot? Yeah, especially when, you know, they quick to want to pull out student loans and I mean, you burning flags. And, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, so I can feel you not want to come out full on. I can feel that. But me being me, I'm going to need you to give me some kind of, right. like, like you know, shout out to my man Brandon and Day One Radio. Right. They were speaking about this earlier, that we have to get to a point where we stop voting people in and then asking for what we need. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need you to give me some. Like, how silly is that for me to, you know, give me something first before I say, all right, I can hold you down. Like, like make me want to believe in you. Mm-hmm. And what I can say positive about Stacey is Stacey has made me want to believe in her. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely voting for it. Like, there's only two candidates, and the other one don't exist to me. So, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So she she got my vote. Yeah, <laughs> she she yeah. definitely got my vote. So, um, so Sponge Me was still going on. Yes. Um, if somebody wanted to get involved, how would they be able to get involved? Because you know, again, I've had some brothers down here today who wanted mm-hmm. to know how to what, some information from you. Okay. Now, after this week, they can call me in Atlanta. Okay. So I'm gonna actually give my number. Oh, I know. Hey, don't I be calling her at no uh, odd times and no questions now. <laughs> Sitting up at night watching Adult Swim. <laughs> right. Be clear. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Big Red, nine and five. <laughs> yeah. I ain't lying. I bet you cast know some people will hang you out a window. Okay. Nine and five, dog. <laughs> okay. And that number is 678-848-5433. Number again is 
5433. And my name is Cass Odom. I'm the National Director of Public Policy and Research for Minorities for Medical Marijuana. And I'm the Georgia Representative for National Expungement Week. And I work with uh, offtherecord.us. If you're in another city and you're listening to this and you want to find out about expungement projects, just go to offtherecord.us. And you can find out more at National Alliance as well. So, um, National Equity Alliance, I'm sorry, that National Alliance is a white supremacist. Oh, um, yeah. Yes. We ain't cool with that. We ain't cool with that. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get that right. Let's yeah. get that right. See, that's why I have that. it up. That's, that's why I have it up. But we have so many websites, that's yeah. too many. But one, if you go to offtherecord.com, it will take you to the other website. Dot US. Thank you. Great, thank great. Thank you very much. And that's it. No problem. Thank you for coming through and thank you for Absolutely. sharing sharing more light on this on on this subject for us. You know, it was very important for me to at least get this out a little bit more in a different in different light cuz you already did the Q&A for me, but you know, one little small thing if you ever want to know what's on your record, mm-hmm. go to the Georgia um, Bureau of Investigation, have them run a record on you and tell them that you want a U report and just think about everything you need to see about yourself. For your eyes only. You ain't lying. You know, I do that before. I used to live in Charlotte. Before I go back to I Charlotte. I encourage everyone to do that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not driving around here. Y'all, y'all arrest people on nothing charges. Nothing sometimes, <laughs> hey, somebody doesn't want to give up their name because they might have a record. They'll give your name, and that can happen. You, you'd be shocked. So look. just make sure you check your record from time yeah. to time. Know I that. encourage people to do that. And know if you got a warrant. Trust me. You want to know. know that. Know if just you have a warrant. Know. It's just like, no, take, take it. Yeah. The system is the system. Nicole said that like I'm speaking for a friend, quote unquote. If you think that you do have a charge, then yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. But you can run your record. Have somebody go in there for you. Yeah, you can request your record. Yeah, from GBI. We're gonna talk about that a little bit more off. Yeah. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that off air. Off We'll talk about that off camera. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Cass, for coming Absolutely. through. And I appreciate you very much. Uh, we actually gonna when when the episode drops, I will release her number so you know you can catch up with her after this week and see if she can help you. Uh, mm, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to tell you. After this week, just go to uh, M4MM. United.org. I apologize. And look up Project Clean Slate, and that's our ongoing expungement project. My apologies. No, it's no problem. Well, as I say, we're going to have that information um, when we do release the episode, so don't worry if you missed it or it went too fast for you. We're going to make sure you get that and so you can know for yourself. It's Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation on LiveHipHopDaily.tv. We out. No. And this episode is sponsored by Dank Seed. The architects of distinct cannabis strains. Crossbreeds that harness effects that bestow elevated experiences upon those who consume them. Cash Color Cannabis will be collaborating with Dank Seeds over the next four months on an exclusive short vlog series. Stay tuned for more details. In the meantime, head to DankSeeds.com to see what they offer.